Special guest for this week's episode, comedian JD. Have a listen. What's up, new <laughs> But um, the thing is, I'm I'm somebody that everybody hates. Uh, I work in uh, customer service. <laughs> That's the thing is, like people call in, they just like they get the balls over the phone. They just say all sorts of crazy. <laughs> one guy called me one day and he's like, "You're a failure. You've done nothing with your life. That's why you're in customer service." <laughs> And I was like, Jesus Christ, Dad, you could just wait till I go home, man? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How you doing out there, everybody in listening land? This is your boy, your host, your boy's Kevo. And this is The Great Northern Way. And we're so appreciative for you guys being here with us, joining us. We really appreciate you and we want to remind you for your messages any of your feedback you can always go to the great northern way pod on instagram on facebook you can go to kevo cabell k-e-v-o cabell and then you can also give us your feedback there and don't remind don't forget you guys yes yes (laughs) you know we over here with this merchandise guys so you can always go for this to facebook that's the great northern way shop s-h-o-p and you can pick up one of these for the holidays it's nice nice little lovely pairing right 100%, 100%. yeah you can pick these up for the holidays guys you can go out there any of your needs you can go to the great northern way shop on facebook and pick it up and we really appreciate you guys and thank you for tuning in for our latest episode which was a talk with superman with alex garfin it got so much feedback and that so much right. response uh, we really appreciate you guys um, subscribing. If you haven't done so, uh, we really appreciate the support as minority content creators. Uh, go on and, t- and check us out. It's two ninety nine, uh, guys. But what's really more important is the love that uh, you show. So thank you guys, and thanks to Alex uh, for being such a great guest. It was so cool and so informative, man. Oh, for sure. And uh, you know, guys, speaking of great and informative, we got a nice, cool, great guy, an informative guy as well. Uh, and uh, I want to introduce you guys to him, a uh, good friend of mine here in Vancouver. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the guy, uh, Mr. JD. What's up, brother? Thank you, thank you. What's up, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. You me, bro. No, that last, that last episode was sick, man. I'm a big fan of the Arrowverse, and uh, I was watching that, and I was, it was funny because he mentioned Stephen Amell, and I actually used to have a Stephen Amell um, signed Arrow poster, but uh, my little nephew tore that shit up. So it's gone now, but uh, I still love you, Stephen Amell. I love you a lot, dog. I'm really sad he tore that shit up, but I still got your signature, so that that's still framed. We're good. <laughs> shout out to Stephen Lamell and uh, shout out to that nephew. You know, we still uh, we appreciate you, but you know, Uncle JD. <laughs> that's a good uncle. No, 100%. No, I, lo- I love my nieces and nephews, man. Like, if a kid's going to tear up a picture, I'm okay with it. If my sister did it, we got some problems. <laughs> <laughs> we got some problems, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's okay. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> no, no, and that's that's it's all love, man. It's all the family, and uh, yeah, you know. And I'm glad to have you here, man, because some of the things that you talk about, obviously, uh, I looked at your last comedy set, and you brought up, you know, like the affinity you have for your friends uh, because it was Sean's birthday. But the same guy, the same guy, um, we've been friends for like a long time, way too long. It's his birthday actually today. I, I skipped that to be here with y'all. Thank you, thank you. I love you guys more than I love him. 
Um, yeah. uh, you brought up the cousin that got you the job, yeah. uh, you know, in construction. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, you are a very well-rounded guy. Like, you are about family. You're about your business, but you're about the family. And it's funny. It's very fitting. The first thing you bring up is about your nephew. Right. Or, you know, we talked earlier about sister and stuff. It's just like like family is your thing, man. And that's that's a cool thing, bro. Yeah, like man. to be cool with you. Uh, to See, know. I watch a lot of Fast and Furious. So like Vin Diesel's my idol. So like family, you know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to get in one of the Fast and Furious movies. It's probably like 25 of them. So, so hopefully I get in so one. So wait a minute. Are you, are you, what, are you, what are you trying to say, though? Because when you. <laughs> That's my Van Diesel. Okay, that's my Van Diesel. That, that was a pretty good impression. That was yeah. bad. You got raspy with it. Yeah, that's all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm bald. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying, to, trying to get the yoke growing. You know oh, what you I mean? Oh, you got the cut. You good. You Wait. good, man. You good. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, we're going to ride till dawn or we're not going to ride at all. Is that, that cheesy solid. lines? That was solid. That's cheesy probably going to be in the next movie, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fast and the Furious, uh, Roman numeral 14. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> They're going to start with Roman numerals. Yeah, Roman numerals. It's, it's going to be their kids or grandchildren, all sorts of shit. <laughs> They'll just be rolling up on tricycles and shit. <laughs> fast and Furious training wheels. They're going to Fast and Furious uh, chariots of fire. They're going to bring our horses out with chariots on them. <laughs> <laughs> they put NOS on the horses somehow. I don't know how they do that. <laughs> Yeah, you know what, guys? So we appreciate you guys for tuning in. And just so you guys know, this is our first night, first ever nighttime edition of The Great Northern Way. So, you know, we got some porridge. You know, we got some porridge in our cups. And, uh, you know, we just relaxing. We having a great time. Uh, but first thing first, we're going to get into something that we do every every show here. episode, Or we try to do every show, every show that we can. And that's a game of Canada. You ever heard of Canada, my brother? I have. I lived there. So ah. I've heard of it. I heard of it. Okay. So this is a little... I feel social studies, though. So I don't know how good I'm going to be at this. So. Oh, man. <laughs> well, look, man. This is not about school. You ain't going to get no grades. You know. But, you know, you mm. might. I might make you drink if, if you mess up something. However, um, Canada, right? Because it's like either you know these things about Canada or duh, you should. So, okay. therefore, the name Canada. Right, that's it's the cool. French way of saying Canada because you know fair. the French say everything a little, a little, a little different. They're a little different. Put a little cheese stank on it, you know. Put a little, little brie. Put a little brie on it. Yeah, a little brie, <laughs> a little poutine. Yeah. So, anyways, for this episode of Canada, we got a couple questions. JD, you ready to play? Uh, yeah, I'm ready to play, bro. All right, great, great, man. So, play. first, since uh, you know this is comedy, right, yeah. and we are uh, talking about. You know, comedy convo with JD. <laughs> My man, JD, can you name three famous comedians from Vancouver, BC? Vancouver, BC. Shit, okay. Well, Seth Rogen actually just kind of called me, so I'm going to throw him in there. Um, Ryan Rollins never did comedy, but he's funny as fuck. <laughs> um, three, uh, Kevo. But he ain't from here, but he might as well be now. Okay. Well, <laughs> appreciate that. You got, uh, you know, I'm going to name the people that we just come up with. So we got uh, Darwin. We got um, Seema. And uh, we got JD, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, bro, all of those names on the list. Every single one of them. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to every single one of those names. Because, yeah, only one of them names is on there. But you know what? It's Future B. So I'm going to give you three famous comedians. I'll just give you three. Okay. Number one, Seth Rogen. That was very good. Yeah. Number two, a uh, guy that I've kind of seen a little bit, Ryan Siles. Oh, yeah. Ryan Siles. Styles. Yeah, Styles. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who's All lying? Right. Who's lying? All yeah. right. And then uh, a guy that I see his face a lot. Yeah, yeah. I know his from his face, but I don't necessarily know his work. But uh, Colin Mokri. I'm not sure. Yeah, Colin Mokri. Yeah. Those, oh, okay. those guys are both on Who's Lying. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. That's why I know his yeah, face. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to get a little bit more, man. You, okay, you okay. That was the first round. Okay. So, see, for our second question on Canada. Name one famous movie filmed in Vancouver. Famous movie filmed in Vancouver. Um, oh, Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds did Deadpool over here. Uh, they actually do the Devil Wears Prado over here. Um, I noticed that when I was watching with my sister. I wasn't watching by myself. Maybe I was watching by myself. Okay, but JD, <laughs> JD we're going to need your final answer, brother. We gonna, you know what? We're going to go Deadpool because I know that, that was on the Vida. All right. Let's see what the judges say. Deadpool. Yeah. Okay, all right. All okay. right. All right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Mr. Ryan Reynolds in the house. Deadpool actually was filmed in Vancouver. A lot of people who don't know that. Um, but yeah, very good one. All right. So Thanks, you, uh, yeah, you about one and a half for two. Okay, you know, okay. I gave you a couple of those. I appreciate that. All right, all right. So I take half points. That's how I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. These get degrees. All right, man. So the uh, third question in uh, Canada. What famous comedy movie franchise was filmed in Vancouver? Now, I said franchise, but I'll actually let you go. Off of just another comedy movie. Now we already talked about Deadpool, but that was an action comedy yeah, with yeah. a superhero. So I'm just saying, strictly just a comedy movie. There's a franchise, but I'll let you go with just a comedy movie. Okay, okay. Shit. Another comedy movie filmed in Vancouver. I feel like every movie is filmed in Vancouver now. Like, was I don't think Free Guy was here. Uh. I don't think Superbad was here either, and that ain't even like a whole series. Um, damn, man, you might stop me on this one. You might stop me on this one. Uh, I give you a hint. Wayans, brother. Oh, the scary movies were here. Is that, wait, is that your final answer? You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say scary movie. Can you say Wayans Brothers. I didn't know it was here, but you said Wayans. That's all I can think of. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I didn't know that. I learned but something. That's I learned still. Something. I got to give you another half a point. So okay, you got that's fair, that's you got fair. two out of three. Okay. You got okay. two out of three. But that's okay. That's yes. my body no. count. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real. So yeah, you guys didn't know that scary movie one, two, three, and four were all filmed in Vancouver, which is something I didn't even know. So you know, I mean, Google I, Magic, I, brother. Hey, Google Magic. Hey, I'm Google Magic. <laughs> hey, take a deep dive. So yeah, JD. So you know. Uh, you know, I'm just, 
you you've been a cool guy, man, since I met you, man. And uh, you know, it's funny ever since I met you. You just very hospitable, man. Like <laughs> anybody that you meet, JDs, you want a shot? Like you know, like if you introduce yourself, you know, your name is Carl. Carl, want a shot? Like that's that's what you make everybody's name is by the end of the night. Because I promise you, man, you don't let anybody stop until they take one. Yeah, and so man. I. I I appreciate that hospitality, man. Because <laughs> you know what? A lot of people can be cold here, man. Right? That. So, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Good thing. I'm like the opposite of AA. You know what I mean? Like, I just bring alcoholics together and we just keep drinking. Okay. <laughs> so, and that's what I like. And if you ain't an alcoholic, you're probably going to become one after you my friend. So, that's okay. <laughs> but I'll still be your sponsor at the end of the day. I might not be the best, but I'll be your sponsor. I'll be there to support you. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> hey, I appreciate the support. So, let, let's tell the people, man. What, what part of Vancouver uh, are you originally from? So, um, I was actually born in Vancouver, um, but as a lot of Indo-Canadians, uh, I was raised in Surrey. Um, Surrey and Richmond, actually, because I was raised a lot in Richmond because of my uh, grandparents. They lived out there. But I went to school in Surrey. I lived in Surrey for a long time. And um, it was cool, man. It's cool because like, Surrey is like the second largest population of Punjabi people next to Punjab. Okay. So there's so a really it, big community there. So we may want to break that down because I may understand, but let's break that down for our viewers. With yeah. that, when you say Punjabi, like take them back to the roots. Yeah, for sure. So Punjabi people and Sikhism is a very young religion. But where does it, where does it, where are we talking about? Where is this from? From like Northern India. Okay. So right. it's Northern yeah. India, like Chandigarh, um, those kind of areas. And the thing is, is India is a lot more uh, Hindu oriented. And I'm actually half Hindu, half Sikh. My dad's Hindu, my mom's Sikh. So they had a love marriage, which is not very common. Um, back in the days, now it, it's all everyone, it's all love everywhere. But back in the day, it wasn't as common. So um, they broke barriers a little bit, which is why I try to break barriers too. <laughs> but um, by giving a shot, exactly by <laughs> giving a shot, I make sure everyone's happy. I love it. And I love it. that's I love the thing. Punjabi people are very hospitable. That's just who we are, man. We love drinking. We love having a good time. You see our weddings. We week so and like i've I, heard about women tell me all the time like, yeah i gotta buy five dresses you're like because I, I can't wear the same dress for the whole week of a part and you'd be like man what is going on and they man? act and like they, it's a chore but they love that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, man that's crazy and the guy's like i gotta buy two suits what the f <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we just need two to go to two good ones that's all we need and americans complaining about one <laughs> yeah but no, no. So, but yeah, go ahead. What you were saying? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you. No, no, for sure. So, um, yeah. So, Surrey is the second largest people, or the second largest population of Punjabi people next to Punjab, which is which is great. I mean, we found our foothold in Canada, and like a lot of booming businesses and a lot of businesses are Punjabi run. Um, I'm sure you saw those no farmers, no food uh, stickers on a lot, a lot of cars, and um, it actually opened my eyes too because I didn't realize I didn't realize that either. Like, I'm not very much in the Indian news. I don't understand that too much. I don't look at it too much. But when that happened, it hit close to home because, like, I grew up with farmers, man. Like, I had farmers in my family. I had farmers, family, friends. Like, it's a, it's real. You know what I mean? Like, it's a backbone of society. And then when that happened, it really brought an awareness, which um, transcended anything. Because, like, I saw white dudes with it on their trucks. Like, it was it was wicked. Like, I was I was really happy to see that. Um, but only in Vancouver, I think. Like only in Vancouver, I think, will you see that because of the population we have here. And 
the thing about it is, is it's a beautiful culture because what we, what we're taught is to just give back to the community. It's called seva. So seva is giving back to the community, and um, just that's why you see a lot of people like giving food out when there was COVID. You saw a lot of Punjabi community coming out and trying to make sure people are fed and. There's no sort of adversity that we cannot overcome. You know what I mean? Like I said, youngest religion, we had to go through a lot of adversity. It was a Hindu state and there's a lot of fighting, but they came together uh, for other reasons. Um, I won't go too much into it. I'm not really political. I don't, I'm not the most well-versed, but uh, this is as much as I know. You know what I mean? Nice. Well, I mean, I love how you you know put all that out there and I feel like... The, the one thing that uh, when I first came to Vancouver, they I visited and they were like, yeah, you know, it's not very diverse and it's not very this. And, you know, there's only pretty much like a, a couple of races. But I remember being downtown. Right. And I think it was in October during Halloween. Yeah. And uh, what I seen was I've seen more. I don't know the word brown, brown people, <laughs> right? Or, or, you know, Punjabi people that were downtown on Granville. I remember they shut down the street and people in the streets. And I'm like. They never talk about this when they talk yeah. about Vancouver, right? But it it actually exists. And I remember that was the one thing I was like, oh, wow, it's a lot more diverse than what I actually thought. So, you know, it's funny that I'm, I'm talking to you now because it's like, yeah, you you, you represent that. Yet you are like, you know, you, you're a guy amongst the people. Like you're very, <laughs> you know, you for your people, but you uh, still like to mingle among the people. And that's that's like one of the greatest gifts that we can have is to be, you know, we, we, we represent our own, but yet we still can hang with others. No, for sure, man. Yeah. It's it's all love. That's why I said Sikhism is all about love. We're somebody like we're a religion that you ain't got to be a part of it, but if you want to be a part of it, it's open arms. You know what I mean? Nice. Like we, nice. we we love to have you. Nice. And so where and you grew up? So you grew up in Surrey. Yeah. So um, until oh, about, and then so explain about, to people why yeah. Surrey because I think I we just say it like it's nothing. Surrey, as I look at it from L.A., is a suburb. I know. I know. But it's yeah. a suburb of Vancouver. <laughs> However, that's how I see it from my LA lot, LA eyes. How do you see? What, how would you explain to somebody who's never been to Canada? Yeah, how would yeah. you explain? Surrey is its Surrey. own city. It's yeah. its own like, it's its own village. The, in Punjabi, we call it a pind. So um, there's a lot of pinds in Surrey because, as you can tell, there was a lot of beef with different high schools and stuff back in the day. Now people are a lot more like loving and appreciative just because of how the landscape went back in the day we had to make a name for ourselves and unfortunately we had to go about some uh some of the not best ways of doing it but <laughs> um there were there was a reason you know what i mean there was a lot of uh things we had to come up against in terms of adversity and stuff but i didn't have to face that to be honest with you i faced a little bit of it but i didn't have to face a lot of it like where the past generations did like back in the 90s so that's the thing is like people just see in the in the media like all oh, this gangster culture this and that but it's not about that like yeah for sure a lot of people went in that way just like a lot of people had to do that stuff and like like east la like in the content that kind of stuff you know what i mean like they had to do that just to kind of make some ends and what's funny is a lot of people be like oh well, a lot of these guys come from like, a lot of good families but the problem is is like yeah they came from good families but you gotta hustle, you know what I mean? Because like Indian culture is all about like, yeah, we'll we'll help you out, but you still gotta 
you still gotta kind of prove yourself. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a lot of Indian people have that in us. Where like we gotta prove ourselves. Our parents are always testing us. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's just a part of the culture. Yeah. Like they want you to do the best you can be. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's why we try so hard. But um, no, it's definitely it's definitely funny because like Vancouver has a very Indo-Canadian influence, which is great. Which is great. Um, and you see a lot of like you see people just understanding the culture now. It's funny because I watched uh, Andrew Schultz um, special, and he mentioned six. And it's funny because not a lot of people mention six. Because when people think about Indian people, they just think about like doctors and this and that, and they don't really know the history behind it. So for someone to actually say like the six are about this, I was like, okay, we finally have some representation. Nice. That's not our own skin color because we got. We got our great Russell Peters. That's what we got. You know what I mean? In terms of like the big Americanized stand-up comedian that put us on the map. You know what I mean? That's a big, big part of my flow is like I looked up to him, which is why I try to stay away from a lot of like cultural and race-based comedy. Just because okay. like I feel like he already had the foothold in that. Because like I could do like my friends are telling me like you should do like the Filipino accent. This and that. Because I do a lot of accents and stuff just, just to mess around because I, I grew up watching them. So I mimicked it, but I was like, no, I don't want to put that in my act just because I don't want to be like known as someone just trying to bite someone's style. I like you know it. What I mean? Yeah. So like, I try to make everything for everyone. Like, I'm yeah. not just trying to make it race based. Yeah. I feel like that's something that's easy to do, and a lot of race based comedians do that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like yeah, for sure. But we're not in that landscape anymore. Everyone's a lot more appreciative and understanding and accepting. So. Why would I not just tell jokes about life? You, you know, know I mean? and that's cool because I, I listen to your a lot of some of your stand up and your jokes, and you just talk about your life casually. Mm-hmm. Like you're really comfortable talking about like, hey, this is what I do, and this is my life. You focus on the family, you focus on your friendships, and like you keep it conversational. Uh, yeah, you don't make it a satire about your community. You know, which is like some people can like do that, and it's like. They, what they call like a cheap joke yeah right yeah. you know but you go for what's personal like if it comes out that you're talking about like your people whomever punjabi would not yeah, yeah. then sure but other than that you don't try to like be a hack and that and that's what i, I respect about it because it's all about you know doing comedy just kind of keeping it light I appreciate that um, and appreciate yeah just talking time. about yeah telling the truth no, for real. So man. yeah so uh what uh what what can i say what made you start to want to do comedy Cheaper than therapy, bro. <laughs> no, for real. Um, comedy is cheaper than therapy. The thing is, I've been through some stuff, and like, I was like, yeah, how do I outlet this? You know what I mean? I've always outletted, like, I used to run back in the day. Um, and But I was like, how do I do this where, like, I can make sure other people are happy and laughing? Because I love making sure people are happy and laughing around me. I just love having a positive vibe around me. So, and I've always wanted to stand up, I just never thought I could. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I'm funny in the moment. Like I can joke around with friends, but like writing stuff down, I just feel like it's too try hard. But that was when I was a kid. Um, and then just coming up, I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. Like, why am I not going ahead with it? Um, and things happen in life. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try. I'm just go for it. You know what I mean? Like we've been all locked down for a long time. Like yeah. when I wanted to get into it, that's when lockdown happened, unfortunately. But as soon as lockdown was done and had some time to think about some things, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just go on stage. And uh, I met you actually my first set um, with my boy Charles. I was just like talking shit with him. And he's like, why don't we just go to this comedy club? I'm like, okay. 
put my name down and they didn't call it but i heard that if you brought a friend you could get on stage so i talked my way up on stage nice um with material that wasn't really written but like was said <laughs> um but you know what that's it's all a tipping point you know what i mean like you find your tipping point and it led me to opening for Ralph Barbosa on Saturday. Congrats so, on that, there man. There we go. Thank you. That's Thank a big you, deal. Man. That's a Thank big deal. you, man. And you know what's that. funny? Like, whoo! That was a that was a little <laughs> that was a little pause. You know, no. What's funny is that like uh, you talk about after the pandemic and us wanting to talk, and I feel like that is a huge thing that I wanted to talk about after the pandemic. I, I hadn't done comedy in a little while, but after the pandemic, I feel like we all had something to talk about, 100%. right? And I feel like we all needed that therapy. Yeah. And, you know, like to anybody out there listening right now, like I feel like we should all understand that we have all been through a traumatic experience. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that everyone's level was the same, but it's okay to actually want to go out there and talk. If you want to talk to a therapist or if you want to, do a cathartic have a cathartic approach to it such as doing comedy right but mm -hmm. that's a little bit obviously deeper for other people yeah. or harder uh, or if you uh, just want to consort with a group like maybe you have a group that you want to talk with but i feel like people should not be afraid to know that they went through we all went through something very very um, traumatic mm -hmm. we are all on the other side cheers to that we got those cheers to that. to that we got you know we on the other side of it but Getting through what it was, and we're still in that process. Yep. It's a process, and it's okay to seek out. I don't want people to feel like there's a stigma. It's okay to seek out help getting through that, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Oh, 100%. Um, so who is your, uh, would you say, is your biggest comedy influence, uh, and that could be family or a celebrity? I, like I said, Russell Peters. He was um, he was the reason why people used to laugh when I told Joe Scott. I just used to recite his stuff, and then I kind of mix in my own stuff. I just mastered what he was doing. He was literally my my dad says my guru, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's not wrong because I had all of his specials because that's all the representation I had growing up, right? So I was like, okay, but at the same time, it's like he gave me the stepping stone to say that okay, like. People that look like me can do this and we can make it far. But it also taught me to not bank on what he was doing because when my friends were asking me to say jokes, they were telling me to recite his jokes. You know what I mean? Mm. Which is nice because now when they want me to recite jokes, they want me to recite mine. You know what I mean? Like now it's like you got to come see me and like come and pay cover to see me, which is kind of nice. Jerry Seinfeld actually said that one time and that stuck with me was you got to pay $12 to see me. And um, that that's what I kind of keep in my mind where it's like I used to just make people laugh for free and like just be that guy. And like I love doing that. But why not monetize on that? You know, what I mean, everyone's monetizing what they're good at. I just didn't appreciate what I was good at. And now I'm trying to do that. I'm not saying I'm good. I'm not I'm not trying to gas myself up, but. I'm just saying that other people have told me that, hey, you could probably do this. So I'm just trying it out, man. See where it goes. And no, I think, <laughs> but if nothing else, I feel like you could at least have a cathartic experience. Like you said, cheap therapy. It sounds funny, but yeah, at the very least, like, you know, you got to go and get what you need out of it, right? Like comedy is about, hopefully it's about getting, giving something, but also getting something exactly. back. In exactly. Yeah, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. You no, know, you are. girlfriend, so... <laughs> Uh, no comments. So where? Um, so are we, are we asked where you originally from. You said Surrey. So we talked about that. So how many nights a week do you uh, try to perform 
or get out there to do comedy? I try to do it at least once a week. At least okay. once a week right now, just to kind of get my feet wet. But now that I did that show on Saturday, I'm a little bit more... I want to keep the momentum going, so hopefully I'll maybe do maybe one or two nights a week now. A little bit more uh, confident, and uh, I'm writing new stuff every day. Like, before it was just, like, making sure, like, I perfected things. Now I'm like, you know what? Anything that's funny, write it down. Somebody laughed at something you said, write it down. Like, that's where it was different before, whereas I used to just shoot the show with my friends. Like, just, we used to make each other laugh. Like, we came up with ideas for skits and movies and all this stuff, but it was just... Boys talking in the car while I smoke some weed. <laughs> um, so that that's how that was. It was just the sash, but um, I was like, why not take it a little more seriously? You know what I mean? Like, if that's something that people like about me, is I make them laugh. Why not get on stage and make people laugh twice twice a week? I love it. I love it. So uh, yeah, I love how you take it from just the some the conversation of hanging with the boys, you know, and then you bring it up because it's like that's the best part of it. It's just something that you get because you're just hanging out, and then it's funny to y'all, and but you can you know help other people. Comedy heals people, and so it's good to share it exactly. if you're a giver, you know. Uh, <clears throat> so that's cool. And so you just recently did um, the 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 place in New West again, the Columbia, the Columbia, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what yeah. do you feel Rick about since has a comedy? Check it out. Nice, nice. Yeah. So what do you feel about the comedy scene here in Vancouver? Like, um, how do you? Um, do you feel like it's small? Do you feel like it's something that you can uh, you can grow inside, or do you feel like it's just it's a smaller scene, or do you feel like it's because it's smaller it helps you develop your act more? No, for sure, I like it because when I go out to shows, I see the same familiar faces. Right, Saturday was something that was not familiar faces, um, just because these guys have done a lot more shows and like just amateur nights that I've been going to. Um, but it was nice because they kind of knew the same people that I was just meeting. I got to meet a lot of different people. And just seeing a lot of people's different comedy styles and stuff is, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like just seeing that, oh, you're from Vancouver and like everyone has a different flow. Everyone has a different view of the city. Um, there's a lot of people that come from outside the city actually. Just like from the island and meant to um, two people from the Oh, you, we, can't, we can't just throw out references. We got to say... No, for We're, sure. I'm, I'm going to throw oh, out. Oh, okay. No, so shout out to Jackie Agnew. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, what I meant is like geographical references. So when you say the island, we got to be clear about that. Oh, yeah. So like, so there's Vancouver Island, there's Victoria. So um, on Saturday, I met some people from Vancouver Island. Jackie Agnew, shout out to Jackie Agnew. She's fucking hilarious. Y'all should check her out. Um, so I met her. She's from the island. Another comedian that's from the island. And I was like, that, that's cool. Because like, those are small towns, right? Just so, so, Start in a small town and come to the big city for them. And, like, they're hilarious. Like, they definitely deserve that stage time. They deserve a lot more stage time. They could be in Rogers Arena just killing it. You know what I mean? But um, that's what I like is Vancouver. It's funny because I know a lot of Vancouver comedians are a lot more subtly funny. Like, it's a lot more sarcasm. Yeah, it is. You it is. I mean? Yeah, I like, noticed that, too. I you got to pick up on it quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But I noticed, like, I have the same kind of style, but I noticed that if I go too quick, people don't catch it real quick. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm learning to kind of pause, 
give people time to understand yeah. what I just said. Plus, I talk real fast. So yeah. that's the thing. Like, I might not talk fast. People just listen to you slow. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely them listening too slow. But no, I really, I catch, I get what you're saying about the uh, sarcasm. And I feel like it's smart humor. Um, and I feel like some of the stages that I've done out here, uh, you got to be careful to like, uh, like understand that the, you like it's an intelligent crowd. Like, oh, I, sure. you know, like I, I'm telling jokes and saying kilometers yeah. means everything. <laughs> like, like if I just want to get up there and say miles, yeah, we ain't, we ain't following you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, because I want to be like, it's not. I mean, like, I don't care. It was like it was a mile, like a mile, like it was 400 feet away. Well, it was 400 feet. Like, you know what I mean? But like. People, okay. Uh, That's 200 people. People, uh, yeah, 200, 200 people, 200 people. Yeah. Ca- some Canadians are a little bit off type. I don't know how to say it. So if you use the wrong metric, you know what I mean? Plus, bro, math is hard, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, I noticed that crowds do appreciate when you say, um, when you say kilometers yeah. or when you use that metric, when you use the uh, different metric system. So, Canadian lingo, bro. I noticed. Yeah. The Queen's English, RIP. Yeah, <laughs> the Queen's English. Yeah, I got some English for. Um, so, what can I say? Because we talked earlier about the Punjabi and and the things that you're talking about seeking. I think you kind of already answered this question because you really got some good history on that. But I would say what makes a good comedian is something that they can kind of do a deep dive on, dive, deep dive on, mm. that some people can't really follow, and then they can they can actually. When they unwind that and break that down, there's humor in it. No, for sure. Knowledge. Knowledge is where we get our power, but it's also where we get our levity. And so I feel like when you can do that. Now, my question is, what is something that you kind of can nerd out on with a lot of info that people don't commonly know? And if it is about what we talked about earlier, that's cool. I'm just because I thought that was I, I stopped you from talking because I was like, yo, we got to say that <laughs> when we start. Yeah, but like, yeah, what we're would you, about yeah. <laughs> yeah what, would you, what would you say to something that, uh, that you know, you can go on and people be like, yo, my man broke it down, like straight up on Jobby. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's funny, actually, is uh, I'm not that well-versed in Sikhism and uh, Punjabi culture. Like, I, yeah, I am Sikh and I have Punjabi culture in my life, but I was born and raised here, right? So there's a lot of other people that can speak on that a lot better than I can. But what I can nerd out on is hip hop. <laughs> I oh. love hip hop, bro. I'm a hip hop head. Okay, now like, you at the right place. You at the great northern <laughs> way. So uh, that's what I love, man. You got the one mic like knots. Hey, I mean? hey, <laughs> one mic, one love, one mic, one love, one fight, one glove. Go ahead, tell that's them. So no, is, but man. tell them about what, what, what's your, what's your. Uh, go, go ahead, nerd out on it, man. I, I love I love hip hop man like I I write my own rhymes I I did that for a long time I used to do a lot of freestyle rapping back in the day like freestyle Fridays kids used to just write their lines out and then they'd be like yo I want to battle you at the end of the day I'm like that's not how it works but also rip you up so <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we did that um, but no man like my influences like I just grew up on it like my I was the youngest in my family I had older cousins and um, I was fortunate. To um, be able to understand like the 90s rap and stuff because honestly it plays a lot a lot of my comedy comes from the cadence right like it's like you got to have a flow you got to be able to flow with people you got to be able to know what you're gonna say next just like in a freestyle like when you're saying something you're saying it but you're thinking 30 seconds ahead what I'm gonna say next 
mm-hmm. right? And you got to size your opponent up. That's the same thing with comedy. The same thing. I I, I do boxing as well. It's the same thing as boxing. You got to size your opponent up. Got to figure out how you can strike and hit hard. And sometimes you're gonna miss. And you're gonna get hit in the face. But you just got to be able to roll with it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I'm learning now with stand up because I'm kind of trying to roll everything into it because. My first set, I tried to rap in it, but I was way too far gone. Like, I had a couple more drinks than I should have. So, my rap was horrible. And I was trying to diss Drake. Like, why am I trying to diss Drake? He's one of the best to do it. But, um, no, man, that's that's kind of where I came from with that. Nice, nice. Well, I mean, I I definitely, uh, you know, I, I just feel like if whatever we can go on, whatever we know about, that we can kind of, you know, like kind of share with people. It kind of sets us apart, and therefore it allows us to be uh, levity, have levity, which is comedy, which is shedding light on different things and subject matters, man. So, like, uh, what, uh, how, how is your family dynamic? I think that's a, another thing that's cool about you. But I think in the culture of, um, I, do I say this? Do I say, uh, let's see, East Indian? Do I say East Indian culture? Would that be the... It's just South Asian. South Asian. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. South Asian uh, family is close-knit. So, like, how would you say your um, your family, like, influences your life? Or, like, uh, like how, how is the... Uh, is your family tight-knit? Or yeah. do you got some cousins that you got some beef with? Like, you know, is it like a black family where you're like, hey, you owe me $5. You know what I mean? Don't talk to me. Don't come to my house asking for no plate till you pay that money back, pimp. There's a couple you know. people owe me more than five dollars, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's still all love. Um, no, nah, man, like brown people, like you've seen the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Brown people and Italian people are very similar. It's very, okay. very similar. We might be a little less organized, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, nah, it's the same thing. Like we love food, we love our family. Even if there's beef within the family, that's beef within the family. Like. Yeah, me and one of my cousins might not see eye to eye, but if this guy call me one night and say, I need you, I'm going to be there. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how it is. You know what I mean? Like, I might want to fuck you up, but ain't nobody else going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's how we roll. Well, that's um, pretty much the black rule anyway. <laughs> Shoot, Shoot you show y'all brown, y'all might be black. That's a black, that's a black rule. That's a black rule. That's a black rule. For real. I got you. So, I mean, like, but like overall, like, what's your family vibe? Like, you know, when it comes to... I don't know, you know, when it comes to your family, like, you know, because we know, like, Latinos always stick together, like, they keep it together. I think, you know, black people, we're still trying to work on our collectiveness, but, like, what do you feel like your family vibe overall is? It's community, you know what I mean? Like, we we all love, it's all respect, all love, we all know that, like, family's family, you know what I mean? Like I said, we're, like, Italians, so, like, internal, <laughs> internal beefs, internal beef, we don't talk about nobody else, we handle it, you know what I mean? But ain't nobody else going to get involved in it. So that's the thing about being in that kind of family environment. And um, we take care of our own. You know what I mean? Like right now, my uh, my sister and my niece from my house um, five days a week just to, just so my sister can help with my parents. Like her, she's an amazing dad, but he's working. My sister's working. Modern family. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Vancouver modern family. It's hard out here, dog. It's hard out here. But um, I love it. I love it, man. I love being part of her life. I love being part of my sister's life. It brings us closer together. Um, family's always been number one to me, man, since I was growing up. Like, I was growing up around my grandma, my grandpa, my aunts, my uncles. Like, not just my mom and my dad. Like, the traditional family. And, yeah, you can take it as, like, oh, like, I was handed off. But... I take it as a beautiful thing that I had so much love in my life. I had so many people that cared about me 
and till this day, I still have those people, which is something that I feel maybe not a lot of people have that uh, like our community actually does take for granted because a lot of us brown kids have the same problems and they're first world problems, dog. Like they're definitely first world problems. Like we ain't got that many bad problems. Like, yeah, for sure. Like mom and dad, like they could be a little bit more harsh, but like, shit, man. Like unless someone's gonna be harsh with you, like how are you gonna know the truth? You know what I mean? Like everyone's gonna gas you up. But your mom and your dad, like even to this day, man, my mom to this day, no matter what I do, she's gonna bring up something that I could have done better. But that's just them trying to make you the best you can be. You know what I mean? And that's that's just that's just our people. They want you to be the best. Hey man, well thank you, JD, for coming through, man. And uh yeah, hitting us with that info. Uh do you wanna give out where you're gonna be next performing? Do you wanna give out your Instagram handle? You yeah, for sure. I actually just TikTok? I actually just started Instagram again because okay. I used to have Instagram but it ruined my ruined my little relationships, but I'm now single. So and and I'm doing this just for my comedy and just making sure people laugh. So you check out JD underscore aftermath on Instagram. Um, I do all the amateur spots, so I'll be at Johnny Fox's on Tuesdays. I'll be at 12 Kings on Sunday. And uh, hopefully I'll do another spot at the Columbia. They're a little bit hard to get into, but hopefully they, they like me enough to let me come back. So, And also, I hope Kevin loves me enough to let me come back. He's my boy. He's hey, definitely <laughs> hey, you definitely got it. You, got, you definitely got an invitation, man. I, thank you, I appreciate you guys, and thank you guys for tuning in again. And we want to remind you for all of your correspondence talking to us, you want to holler at your boy, you can go to at the great Northern way POD. Uh, also you can subscribe with us. We really appreciate that support for being a minority content creator. It really goes a long way. Uh, you get much accolades from me. It's two ninety nine. Uh, we got some great things up for you, uh, especially with, uh, you know, Alex Garfin, the dating game. So, and we're working on more guys. Uh, we're working every day. Uh, you, you guys don't see me, but I'll be working every day to bring you guys quality content. Uh, so yeah. And also shop us Facebook, the great Northern way. Thank you, brother. S H O P. And we really appreciate you guys. My boy, JD. And much love. I'm your boy host, Kevo. And uh, remind you always be free. Cheers to the night show.